Welcome to the United States Paranormal Podcast. Sit down and buckle up for an enlightening ride through everything cryptid, creepy, and paranormal. Hello again, weirdlings. If you're a new listener, this is the United States of Paranormal Podcast, or to stop for short. There you have it. <laughs> we are a podcast that's kind of ran a little differently. We tell stories of the weird, scary, and downright strange that happens here in the United States. But what makes us a little different than most is we're split into two teams. Our co-team, Team Tejas. Team Tejas. <laughs> Which is made up of Logan, Matt, and Bose is down in Texas, while my co-host, Jeremy. That would be me. And I are Team Boozers and up in Indiana. So each week we cover a new story that's from a different state to get you creeped out and confused. I really don't need help with that. Most of the time, I'm creeped out and confused. You're confused all the time. I am. <laughs> but before we jump into this week's story, we have a special guest in the studio today, Jennifer. Hello. This is Hi. Jennifer. And she will be a guest on episode 20, but she decided to sit in on episode 18 with us today, so she gets to feel how we do things around here. Oh, and when she tells her story... Yes. You're going to shit your pants. Yep. I'm so ready oh. to hear this. It's a good one. I know. I just got goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> so this week, I am going to cover something different than what we normally do. Because usually we cover stories of like hauntings and paranormal places or cryptids or ghost tales or anything that's usually already scary. So... I'm going to talk about the darker side of a place that is usually the center of joy and happiness. You mean you mean the happiest place on earth? The happiest place on earth. Now, <laughs> when you think of one of the most sought after locations in the United States, a place that everyone needs to experience at least once in their life. Jennifer, where do you think? Disney. Disney. Yep. Have you ever been to Disney? When I was like two. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy, have you been to a Disney park before? No, my parents didn't let me go. Yeah, I know. My parents didn't love me either. So. <laughs> I just licked the wrapper that, you know, the the pictures that I saw at Disney. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> um, Yeah, I've never been. I've always wanted to go. And just like any other kid, it was like the epicenter of fun and adventure when you're a child. And even growing up. Um, I had this VHS tape from 1994 called Barbie Birthday Party at Disney, at Walt Disney Epcot. It's a mouthful. Uh, so in 1984, Barbie became the ambassador of friendship for S Epcot. So they released a special video of her traveling all over the different countries there. And um, I watched that VHS like a thousand times because I'm like, I want to be there, but we were poor. And <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to happen. You know, I think she's dating herself with all this, you know. That's she, fine. Uh, you know, what did you say, 1994? 1994. I think the big yeah. one was VHS tape. What is yeah. that? Yeah. You couldn't stream it or what was the problem back then? <laughs> I'm old. That is Oh, that's true. <laughs> but, uh, so, and just like anybody else, I have favorite Disney characters. I'm not like a Disney adult. Who's your favorite Disney character, Jen? Ariel. Ariel. Mine's Ursula. Hilarious. And Merida. I like Merida. Who's yours? Jeremy. Um, Nemo? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> 
know that I have a favorite. I mean, I, I, I guess Donald Donald to. could be like one of my favorite, but that dude never wears pants. I was just going to say, mean, like, Donald Duckin. Walks around, no pants on. <laughs> just a shirt on. <laughs> Donald Duckin or Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh never wears pants. Is that one of your favorites? Is there a common denominator here? A common denominator could be pants. Piglet doesn't wear pants either. Son of a bitch! Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, okay, hold on. Just a pantsless bunch. <laughs> what is it with Disney no pants? I don't know. Maybe that's part of the conspiracies we should be looking into oh. about this place. Oh. Okay. So Disney and Disney World have become a keystone in American history. It's known as the happiest place on earth. And it holds the title pretty well. But with its long history, it's bound to have some hiccups and not so great moments, right? Some things have gone on at Disney that are less than happy and exciting. Things that can't be explained. Things that just make us uncomfortable. Things that are just downright creepy and unnerving. But Disney has done a damn good job of sweeping them under the rug and hiding to keep all of that under wraps to keep up that happy and bright, shiny exterior. So this week, I'm going to go over some of the creepiest ghost sightings from Disney parks. I'm not going to cover all of them because, honestly, there's more than can even be told. Um, And on top of ghost sightings, there is a lot of other really creepy stories surrounding Disney, like conspiracies, myths, deaths. I'm probably going to cover another section of the Legends of Disney at some point with Tusop. And if you're a listener of Bird Nerds, my other podcast, I'm going to be covering a companion piece about the deaths that have occurred at Disney World and Disneyland. So definitely look into that if you're still interested. But for now, we're going to be talking about some of the ghosts that have made their home at Disney. Now you realize that uh, I have a friend that works down there. No way. Yeah. So after you tell your story, I may have to call him and be like, you ever seen this ghost? Yeah, for real. So you have a friend? I, I have one. Just one. Just one friend. I really haven't spoken with him in, in years, but you know, I just have one friend. <laughs> Before I start this up, I just want it to be known that these are just rumors and could very much not be real. The segment is completely and totally for fun and not actually cold hard facts. I don't want Disney to sue us. I would appreciate that more than you know. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm not going to court. Alicia's going to court. Oh, God. Imagine me in court. (laughs) (laughs) That could be interesting. So the Disney parks have a long and very detailed history of how they were created, started, and developed over the years. And honestly, it's too much. And I'm just not going to go into all that because it frankly doesn't matter when it comes to these ghost stories. And Disney adults kind of scare me. Do you know what a Disney adult is, Jeremy? A Disney adult? Yeah. Do you know I don't know what that is. They're adult fans of all things Disney, and they take it really, really seriously. Like, you cannot say, do anything Disney. There's rules. There's, like, they're kind of crazy. They're kind of crazy. In a good way. Yeah. I just don't want them to come after me. So, And Alicia's phone number is... (laughs) I'm just going to skim over it in fear that they will retaliate against us. So I'm going to tell all the tales I've read and seen about things that have gone on within Disney. Specifically Disneyland. Okay. Because then that was the first one. Okay, let me get this straight. Disneyland and Disney World are on two two different sides of the United States, correct? Yes. So Disneyland is Florida? Disney World is Florida. So Disneyland is California. Yes, Disneyland is in California. Anaheim? 
I believe. Okay. And it's it was the first park, the first Disney park created by Walt Disney. Well, you know that this blows my whole contact out of out of uh, the water because my guy works in Florida. Oh. <laughs> well, maybe we'll get to that in a later episode. All right. <laughs> One of the absolutely creepiest stories about Disney parks is that throughout all of the parks and all of the rides, there are ashes that have been spread by family members of deceased loved ones. Now, I can totally understand wanting to spend eternity somewhere that had a huge impact on you. Disney is a dream for so many people, but so much so that they ask their loved ones to spread their remains throughout a favorite attraction or ride. It's so bad and so common that cast members say they find at least one person a month doing this within a park. These are the ones that are discovered. Imagine how many go without being caught. Well, wouldn't wouldn't you notice that uh, old uh, Jimmy Bob is on the roller coaster with an urn and his shit flying well, off? Well, here's the thing. Here, I'll get to that. So, um, this is illegal to do by state law in both California and Florida and is against Disney's park policies because of health and safety concerns. And cast members have said that they have discovered guests sneaking their family members' remains inside of pill bottles, inside of plastic bags, or any other easy-to-hide containers that they put inside their backpacks, they put inside their shirts, they put inside their pockets, their bags, whatever it is. It's not their whole family members. It's just a <laughs> Jennifer. What? what was that, Jennifer? <laughs> Up their butt. Up their butts. That would be a good place to do the, ser- you know. Their don't... prison pocket. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I have, I have, please continue. <laughs> <laughs> so they then will open up whatever they've put their loved one in. They'll dump them inside the flowers that are around the park or even go on rides like Pirates of the Caribbean, It's a Small World, or, of course, the Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. One of the stories about why the Haunted Mansion is such a popular spot is that the guests believe if their ashes are spread on the ride, then they will join the other 999 ghosts that are there and live among the park forever. So Disney has tried to secretly take care of this issue. When official reps are asked about it, they just chalk it up to being an urban legend and myth and that they've never had to deal with this issue. But that's just to hide it from the public and discourage people from not wanting to go. The cast members actually do have a special code that they send over the radio. Um, So they say it's a code HEPA. (laughs) And then... The ride that they say that the ride is being maintenanced are having technical difficulties, and then they have to use a special HEPA vacuum to clean up the ashes. So, in 2019, it was reported by a cast member that a woman was caught spreading a fine, powdery substance in the waters of the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. The ride was immediately shut down, and police were notified, but nothing ever happened because she was unable to be identified because there's so many people. So, you think that was like her husband? I don't know. So basically, her husband got sucked off one more time. (laughs) (laughs) Jeremy. (laughs) What? So now it's not hard to believe with all these human remains that are just spread around Disney parks that it's caused a few ghost stories to crop up. One such place, the Haunted Mansion, is known for being spooky and creepy. I mean, its theme is the house of 999 Happy Haunts. 
that's the thing. Have you seen? I the you know Mansion? once again I've never been there and I don't really know that much about Disney, so I, ah. you have to forgive me. I, and I'm learning as we go here. Well, watch the movie. There's a the movie? movie. There's a movie about the ride. Yeah. Oh, not the With movie Eddie from the VHS Murphy. tape in 1994. Fuck off, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> it was what early 2000? something like that. Yeah, early it was, 2000s. Because oh. it's it was one of the first rides that at Disneyland. I can't stand Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> He's <driving crazy. laughs> Sorry. He's pushing me because I stopped smoking. So he's like knows I'm grumpy today. Grumpy. I'm having such a hard time with this microphone. I just like to push your buttons when I can. So, yeah, its its theme is the house of 999 happy haunts. And throughout the ride, you see many projected ghosts and ghouls. And some of these ghosts aren't just smoke and mirrors, though. Oh. (laughs) One of the most popular ghosts within the Haunted Mansion has been seen by cast members and Disney guests alike. A mother of a boy who was deceased came to the Haunted Mansion to spread the ashes of her son, who was said to have died pretty young. Um, He loved Disney, but he never specifically told her that he wanted to spend forever there, but she... She just just did it. Did what she wanted to anyway. Spreading his ashes amongst the 999 ghastly patrons of the Haunted Mansion. Cast members and guests say that they quite often see a little boy at the end of the ride that's just crying. Like when people are getting off the ride. That's not scary. That's just sad. Yeah. It's really sad. The poor little kid. I know. He just wanted to go to heaven and live in the streets of gold and... Hang out with God. Mom screwed that up. And yeah. Way to go, Mom. Nice work. <laughs> Jesus. Now he has to smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Donald! <laughs> Another ghost said to haunt the haunted mansion is the man with the cane. In 1978, a cast member had heard the stories that there were, that were already circling about that there was a ghost that haunted the haunted mansion. But naturally, she thought nothing of it and figured it was due to the already spooky demeanor of the attraction. She was working pretty late, and the crowds were really light. Remember, this was the 70s, so although Disney was a popular place, it didn't have the popularity it has now. So, there were still some pretty slow days. Um, When the attraction wasn't filled up, they would only have one person running the stretch room. Now, the stretch room is a pre-show of the actual ride for transportation purposes. It's made to look like part of the ride is... Like, but it's a type of elevator that transports the guests from the mansion underground to the actual showroom where the ride takes place. I learned so much about Disney rides when I did this because there's a lot of stuff that is Disney magic that like right. they do weird stuff. Um, so like for the Haunted Mansion, it's just like a smaller ride that you take an elevator to to a different big warehouse where the the actual ride takes place. It's really bizarre. So basically your entrance is this. You grab this little elevator, escalator. Well, and it looks like a stationary room, and it just looks like it's stretching. That's why it's called the stretch room. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. But it's it's pretty wild. I was watching videos about it, and I'm like, huh, I would have never guessed this was an elevator. But, I love um, it when they do cool things like that. It's super it's Is super it Disney cool. that has that... Um, that uh, restaurant or whatever, that ride, it looks like you go up into outer space. 
I've seen it a lot on like TikTok and stuff like that. But you like get into this room and it's just all, it's all um, uh, space monitors and stuff like that. Oh. And the floor, you they start going up and it looks like you're riding this rail. And you're leaving. No, seriously, you're riding this rail all the way up, and you go up into outer space, and then the door opens up, and you go into this area. You're riding a rail? You're giggling at riding a rail? (laughs) Getting railed. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if people get Get uh, ride ride the rail at Disney. Do you get railed? Yes, you get railed when you pay for the tickets. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Sorry, Disney. Love your, Allegedly. Love your plus. Allegedly. Love your plus. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you go underground and you go to the actual showroom where the ride takes place. And then when you get off, you go down a hallway, um, down the actual ride to the dune buggies. And that's what you get into to ride the ride. It's very confusing. Um, when the cast member was waiting for the doom buggies to swing back around to get ready for the next group of guests, she noticed something odd. As the doom buggy rounded the corner, inside sat a got man sitting right in the middle of the buggy, leaning on a cane. She tried to speak to him because it was such a shock that someone was still on the ride when the seats should have all been empty because right. she's at the front of the ride. The offload dock was, you know, already passed he should have been long gone um and he didn't talk back of course and she could barely see him because of the dim lighting because it is the haunted mansion it's pretty dim in there and as the buggy pulled on through he seemed to have just vanished into thin air concerned that a man has just been running around inside the ride especially in places that shouldn't be be um people shouldn't be in when the ride's activated right so she phoned over to the unload operator and she asked who they had sent back to the start of the ride at the loading dock and they were just as surprised as she was they didn't send anyone so the tale of the man with the cane lives on it's said to be yell gracie who was an imagineer for disney and he helped create and bring to life the haunted mansion and it was one of his greatest accomplishments but i guess people that have seen him wandering around the haunted mansion say it looks just like him so tell me why would you why would you hide that why wouldn't you like really exploit that that the guy who helped create it actually still is there haunting it i mean you'd sell millions of tickets i because it's supposed to be family friendly it's supposed to be geared towards kids i think that could be too scary that there's a real ghost there but he's not he's not a a violent ghost he's not no. like attacking anybody or well the haunted mansion just in general is like an anomaly for disney because they do so many things that are excuse me family friendly it's supposed to be like rated g anybody can enjoy it the i think the only reason why the haunted mansion is still there is because it's one of the original rides from gotcha. when walt was there but they've like everything's supposed to be bright and cheery and fun and da 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 when walt was there when Walt was there. Yeah. Yeah. Was that Uncle Walt there? Or when you used to like, you were like, hey, when Walt was still there. When Walt Disney created the park, <laughs> butthole. <laughs> so, of the Caribbean is a fan favorite so much that the movies were based off of the ride. Did you know that? I do now. <laughs> I kind of figured that out when he was talking about it a little bit ago. Yeah. 
Well, back in the 70s, when the ride was first being built, a welder named George was allegedly killed during the production of the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. It's a little up in the air how he died exactly. Some stories say that he was crushed by the ride during construction or that he fell to his death. But one thing is for sure, he haunts the ride. Allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly. Cast members have heard him walking around the ride or making calls from empty control rooms with no voice on the other end. He has always been seen on, or, yes, excuse me. He's not been seen in real life, like, real life, but he's been seen on the security cameras in real time. Am I making sense? Yep. Like, not yep. with the naked eye, but yep. through the camera. He really likes to hang out in the Burning Town area of the ride, where a lot of cast members and guests say that they feel like he's watching them, or they get, like, a chill. And George is known for, for being a nice, just goofy ghost, and not causing too many issues. But he does want to be noticed. He wants to be noticed so much so that at the beginning of the morning, the cast who runs the ride announces over the intercom, good morning, George. And then at the end of the night, when they are finished, they all wish him a good night. Isn't that crazy? That's pretty awesome that they would do that. Yeah. This has turned into a tradition within the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. All the ride operators and cast members do this. And if you don't tell George good morning and good night, the ride will break down that day. (gasps) Savvy. Even the guests believe in George, and it's taboo to say that you don't believe in George while you're on the ride. And if you do, he'll shut it down, and the ride will be off for an extended period of time, essentially ruining your Disney trip. Because, you know, you have to be very punctual with your with the rides at Disney. Uh, yeah, you do? Yeah, because there's such long lines. Oh, like, you have okay. to be there. So, it, if you get stuck on a ride in the middle of the ride, and you're on there for two hours, that's going to ruin your entire trip. Oh, gotcha. I thought maybe, you know, they were on such a, a tight set schedule that at 2.05 that ride leaves and it comes back. At- Probably, honestly, because they have like those magic bracelet things where you can like get fast passes or whatever. And you have to be there between like a certain window to be able to ride that ride and get the fast pass. Isn't that nuts? I don't know. I just know Disney that they, sounds confusing to me. They keep calling me up asking me when the Emperor's coming, you know, so. <laughs> Jennifer don't understand that I'll I'll tell her later (laughs) Jeremy is the emperor of this fucking shit show (laughs) (laughs) so George isn't the only one that's haunting the Pirates of the Caribbean weird things happen on this ride pretty often and it's believed to be either the ashes spread there or the skeletons 1967, when it um, first started construction, the Imagineers didn't believe the fake skeletons that they used looked real enough. So they purchased real human skeletons that were used on the set, and um, they bought them from UCLA. Like the they were cadaver cadaver skeletons that were probably used for teaching. Yeah. Yep. Um, apparently, they have stated that they have removed all of the human skeletons and bones from the ride over the years um, because props are more life or more realistic. Yeah, more yeah. realistic. Um, but not everyone buys this, and even some former cast members have came forward saying, "Nope, some of them are still very much real, including the skull that is found on the headboard of the bed in the treasure room." And when you look at the photos from the '60s compared to 
the way that the skulls look now, they're shaped exactly the same way. They look identical. Like, aside from the aging and decay of the skull. Yeah, so, that was, that was going to be a question. Did they, like, shellack it so it would, you know, wouldn't, uh, that it wouldn't. Oh, no, they're decaying. Decompose, yeah. Yeah, they are decaying. Um, that skull, and there is a, there's a skeleton and, like, bone fragments and stuff that are in the Dead Man's Cove part of the ride, and they decay and change just like real bones do. Like, they're changing color, they're darkening, there's parts of the ribs that are, like, if you look at a picture from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and compare them, you can see that it's slowly decaying away. The the skull that's on the bed, you can see where like the teeth are slowly falling out of it. Like it's they're, I don't know. Huh. So. Well, that's creepy as shit. Yeah. The props just aren't changing in the same way that a fake prop. Correct. Would. Yeah. So could the owners of the bones spirits be roaming around the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, pissed that they were just sold off and are stuck forever inside Disney? Once again, if you're in Disney, the happiest place on earth, why wouldn't you want to be there for eternity? Yeah. It's, I mean, you get to see new people every day. You splash in the water. <laughs> That's true. You know, they walk free, around. They get a free. Uh, you walk trip around. To like, you know, you get in a bottle of rum. Now, obviously, this can all be said to be rumor and urban legend, but when it's caught on video, it's a different story. There have been several videos of ghosts within Disney. One of the most popular ghosts at Disneyland is Mr. One Way. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Mr. One Way is the spirit that haunts Space Mountain. He's a redheaded man who is said to get on the ride with someone who is a single passenger on the ride because you can only fit two people right. per cart. Um, his name is Mr. One Way because he only goes on the ride once. One way. One way, yeah. He never gets off the ride. He just keeps riding it over and over and over again. One guest that has been said to have taken a ride on Space Mountain with Mr. One Way got on the ride, and a redheaded man got on with him. He tried to make conversation with them. Um, he was kind, but he wasn't very conversational back. And when he talked about all the neat updates and changes that the park had just went through, he didn't seem to understand and was confused about them. When the ride was over and the man got off the ride, he turned around to say goodbye to the man and the redheaded man, and he was gone. That was what I was going to ask. If he gets he, so, when the single passenger gets on, the Mister One Way is already in the seat. Yes, so or he, he said, will get on as they are getting on, which I will show you the video. Do you actually have video of this? Yes, yet? there is a video of this, <laughs> no. and I'll show it to you, and I want your opinion. Okay. Um, because that reminds me of Connor's story of William. Yes. You know, on floor number three at Waverly about walking down that hallway with William. And, and when you come back is like, no, you went by yourself. Yeah. Well, this guy like mentioned it to the cast member thinking that he got off on the wrong side of the ride and he was just inside the ride and the cast member just shrugged it off and laughed and said, oh yeah, that's just Mr. One way. So fuck you! Yeah. I'm riding with a ghost, and you're just giggling about yep. it. That's not right. Yep, he's known to walk around Space Mountain and even go into the cast locker room. And the legend is that he was a passenger that passed away on the ride, but there's no documentation that a man ever died well, on of course Space not. Mountain. No, 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 no. There's no documentation of anybody, right? 
Oh, we'll get to that. I know on we Merc will. Nerds. Oh, we're gonna. We're, we're not even gonna get to it. We're not gonna touch it here. We're gonna get to it. Nerds. Um. So there was a woman that got sick and later died from being on Space Mountain, allegedly, but it wasn't a man. Gotcha. The most damning evidence of Mr. One-Way is a surveillance video from above the ride, and you can see several passengers getting on and one man who is sitting alone. And then shortly after he sits down, a weird white fog comes from off screen and proceeds to, well, just sit down next to him. And then the ride takes off, and it's just Jennifer's face right see. now. <laughs> <laughs> She ain't never going back to Disney. She's like, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, fuck I've Disney. been through my own shit. I am not going back there. <laughs> but I mean, you know, like, wouldn't you feel something like cold air or something? What, right? If it's like a fog? I would think so, yeah. Kind of a misty fog. There was no interviews of that guy that he, Mr. One Way, allegedly sat next to. And I was like, I just want to know that guy's opinion. But there's some controversy behind that video. So we'll get to that. Oh, okay. Um, the one video that really got to me was the ghost scene on the Tower of Terror. Uh, this video footage is from a night vision surveillance camera on the Tower of Terror, right where the guests sit inside the ride. So it was taken during a routine inspection, and maintenance was testing out how the ride was working. So you see nobody else on the ride except for the man running the tests. And it's kind of like at an angle, he's at the front, and you see all the seats kind of next to him. Okay. Um, say so the maintenance man was sitting on the ride taking notes during the test and then the lights start flashing and which is just part of the ride but for a split second you can see someone sitting on the ride right behind him and then the lights turn off and then they start flashing again and then the same thing happens but the person is sitting in a different seat to the right of him and it's he's just like taking notes on his little tablet he, the whole time. He, yeah, he Had never no idea. sees it, yeah. Yeah. Another piece of video footage that has, that's just a home movie of this huge, you know how Disney does the fireworks. I think they do them like once a week or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, they're at the castle. This person is just panning around, taking videos of all the beautiful fireworks and the crowd and everything. And they zoom into the castle and for some reason there's a faint image of a person standing on the castle moving around and pointing at the fireworks and you're not allowed to be up on top of the castle like that right like there's no reason why this person should have been up there maintenance isn't supposed to be up there um cast members are not supposed to be up there and it's just one person just standing around and you know what it looked like to me mickey no walt There's like, that's kind of the classic thing is Walt standing there pointing and that's exactly what the shadow looked like. So kind of weird. You think Walt's still there? Oh yeah. We'll get to that. Uh, In this episode or I got to wait till murder? In this episode. (laughs) In this episode. Uh, There was another video of an apparition seen on security footage that made its rounds online quite a while ago and it's still one of the creepiest videos of a ghost at disney the original video was four different security views of the same area at the haunted mansion and what you can see is a weird glimmery shadowy figure of a person walk down the path of the haunted mansion and then it walks um through the gates down the path through the gates and onto the promenade of the rivers of america and it's pretty creepy, and I'll be sure to show clips of it on our social media pages. And no one knows who this man could be, and some people have tried to debunk him by saying that it's 
security who are making their rounds and they're just in a weird spot or it's like a lens glare of a person walking outside the scene. But some people suspect that this was the spirit of Walt Disney walking the grounds and making his way like he did when he was still alive. And there are many tales of this that suggest it's something that he did quite often and still does quite Mm. often. So, and also that video was after dark, after closing hours. So it couldn't have been just a random person wandering around. around. Yeah. So a few years ago, when the videos started getting really popular, a former Imagineer for Disney came forward on Twitter saying that he and the crew created these videos to get attention from people. Oh. So, yeah. He said that they had an actor dress in all white and get on the rides or walk around and that they augmented the footage a bit to make it look less obvious that it's a person. But in my opinion, there was never, ever a reason as to why they did this. Like, that doesn't make any sense. It said it, it was to get attention to Disney, but Disney is already an insanely popular place. Um, it wasn't for a movie release, show release, anything like that. And this is very unlike Disney to do. So, like I said, they're very G-rated. They don't want it to be scary. Right, right. For mm-hmm. It's supposed to be for young kids. Um this is completely opposite of how they would promote anything. It just doesn't make sense. I think it was a cover-up, allegedly. Just my opinion. Right, right. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Sounds like, hey, quick, make your story up and put it out there. Yes, exactly. Because that I'm assuming that footage wasn't supposed to be leaked. Yeah, all right. the footage. I mean, they're, it's footage from different times. Like, it's not like, oh, back to back to back, all this footage was caught, like, of this ghost. Right. I don't know. I'll show you guys and get your opinion. Okay. If you're listening, go look it up on YouTube. They're pretty easy to access. So. <laughs> I love YouTube. <laughs> so, Walt Disney. We're going to get in the Walt. We're going to get, get into get Walt in, Disney. We're going to get in Uncle Walt there? It's Uncle Walt. Um, Uncle Walt. <laughs> Walt Disney was known for a lot of things, but one that isn't talked about a lot is that he was a heavy cigarette smoker. Oh, I did not know that. I didn't either until I did this. He coughed all the time. And because of this, people knew that if they heard coughing, Walt was probably around. Um, Sometimes when he went into the offices, he would cough purposefully just to let his employees know that he was there. there. Yeah, and to, like, get ready that, you know, the big boss is coming through. Uh, Long after Walt's death, two security guards were making their rounds at the park to make sure all the guests were gone, and while a new... In New Orleans Square, walking down the stairs above Club 33. Are you familiar with Club 33? I am not. We'll talk about this at some point. It's supposed to be like this super secret thing at Disney. Like, you have to pay like a bajillion dollars to get into it. Um, Can I borrow a bajillion dollars? (laughs) (laughs) I was going to ask you. (laughs) The guards started hearing a man coughing and smelled cigarette smoke. And you're not allowed to smoke on park grounds, obviously. I don't think you're allowed to smoke in the parking lot. You're like... Not allowed to do anything. So they immediately started searching the whole area to find the man, but they found nothing. And one of those same guards said that they had too many weird things happen to them to tell them all. Crazy. I know. Even though Walt was a heavy smoker, he didn't like to smoke around children or where a child could see him. Um, He wanted to keep up that dreamy appearance that he had with kids. And he feared that if they saw him smoke, that might tarnish like how... Well, and you also got you also got that you know kids are impressionable. It's like, well, Walt Disney smokes. I can yes. smoke too. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, then so, it comes out of nowhere. Yeah, That's bad news. Yeah. 
So whenever he wanted to smoke a cigarette, he would go to the fire station located at the front of Disneyland. Above the fire station was a small apartment that he had that allowed him to oversee the park. Like he would stay there sometimes and whatever else. Whenever he was in the park, he would turn on a lamp that sat in the front window of his apartment, which and was the face of the fire station. Um, which is kind of ironic that he smoked cigarettes and that's how a lot of fires get started is cigarettes. And he, it's just kind of funny. Yeah. Whenever he was in the park, he would turn on that lamp and he would often go behind the fire station whenever he wanted to smoke a cigarette and sit on the staircase because nobody could see him back there. It was just like greenery and stuff. Right. Um, security guards still to this day smell cigarette smoke around this area. And every time they look to find the person liable for the smoke, they aren't there. The security guards believe whatever they smell, whenever they smell cigarette smokes, smoke that the spirit of Walt Disney isn't too far away. Interesting. That's pretty cool. In Frontierland, there is a little saloon known as the Golden Horseshoe. It's known for being one of the most haunted places in Disney and haunted by several ghosts, including a little girl, a former cast member, and... Of course, Walt Disney himself. Well, yeah. (laughs) Now, Walt's favorite place to sit within the saloon was a box right above the stage so that he could um, watch the crowds and see the performances from a bird's eye view. But after Walt's death in December of 1966, several cast members came forward and said that they felt like somebody was watching them when they would close for the night. And during their closing shift, they would do the normal duties like clean, pick up, prep for the next day and after hours it always reeked of cigarette smoke but smoking wasn't allowed inside the saloon and they didn't understand where it could be coming from each night when they would clean the floors they would do like most places do and they would flip the chairs upside down onto the tables when they would go back through to place the chairs back down after the floors were clean every single time inside Walt's box there was one chair that was flipped right side up on the floor and the room would smell the most strongly of cigarette smoke like someone had been sitting in there by the other edge of the box, just watching everything that was going on below, chain smoking. So you say this is a, a saloon. Is that uh, did they actually serve alcohol in there, or is I, it just a? Thing? I don't think so. I think it was supposed to be like an old Wild West kind of thing because it was in Frontierland, gotcha. and they would have like performances of like Can Can Girls and stuff like that. Do they serve alcohol at Disney? Yes, in Epcot. I know for sure Epcot does. Right on. Well, they have those like. Like food and drinks from all over the, the, all world. Over the world. Yeah, in Epcot. Yeah, and the so I, I mean the saloon. Maybe the saloon does. I know, like Germany. When you go to Germany, you can get a beer and stuff like that. Huh. Um. A really well known fact about Walt was that he loved steam trains. He really wanted a railroad of his own, which was one of the big reasons why he started creating Disneyland. And I had no idea that that's why. One of the reasons it started. Because he wanted to do the monorail? Yeah. Yep. Nice. At Disney, there are at least three trains active at all times. And at closing, these trains return to the roundhouse where they are shut down and stored for the night. And um, in the roundhouse, they go through maintenance, inspections, whatever else that needs to be done. And also in this roundhouse is a train command center. So anyone that's running the trains can sit in there and look at a board that shows exactly where each train is at in the park. Okay. A former cast member said that there are quite a few times that when all the trains have been taken off the main lines at night, when the whole park is shut down, um, and they're in the everything's shut down, a train will just show up in the right hand side of the board, and if you listen closely, you can hear the train below. 
And a lot of the older cast members said that this was Walt's train and is another way that he lets the cast know that he's still around and watching. Hmm. Well, it sounds to me like Walt has his, uh, Walt's there quite a bit. Yeah. He just kind of hangs out there. Did you say that in the, in the fire tower, did they actually turn, the light turns on? Oh, there's a big story. I'll get to that. (laughs) You're just ahead of the game. Yeah. You're killing me. You're pulling an Ashley. (laughs) I know I'm pulling an Ashley. Oh, Lord. Another cast member's story um, about seeing something odd comes from a supervisor at Disney. He was at the park with permission after hours with some of his friends, and it was only the supervisor and his friends there due to, and it was 2.30 in the morning. So even all the custodians and maintenance people had left. That's suspicious. Yeah, right. (laughs) As they were walking through Fantasyland to the castle on the passageway, they saw saw an older man just standing on the drawbridge. Um, They thought it looked a bit odd considering that he was wearing mid-60s style clothing. And then it dawned on them that they could have been the only, that they were the only ones there. And the man turned around, saw them, then smiled and waved, and the group was just shocked. He looked just like Walt, but before they could grasp the situation fully, poof, he disappeared. Gone. Hmm. Yeah. Walt has been seen at the presence of... Or, Walt has been seen, or the presence of Walt has been around Disney since his passing. Whether it's the smell of smoke, the sound of him humming, or his dress shoes tapping around, or even just the feeling of him being there, Walt has never left the happiest place on earth, and obviously the parks have not forgotten him either. Even after Walt's passing, Disneyland still kept up with the housekeeping of his apartment above the fire station. Mm -hmm. One night, a cast member went to dust and clean his apartment, and she felt like somebody was watching her. It made her feel super uneasy, so she decided to clean as quickly as she could, and then she noticed the lamp was still on. But mm. since, yeah, mm-hmm. I knew that was, I knew that had to be coming up. But since Walt had passed, she turned it off and just left. When she walked back into the street, she turned around to see that the lamp was once again on. She found it odd. She thought that maybe she just thought she turned it off. You know how your brain can trick you sometimes. So she just went back up and turned the light off again. And yet again, she looked up at the window and the light was back on. So she told her supervisor and they said to just leave the light on. Since that moment, the light in the apartment above the fire station has been left on. And it's just a sweet little tribute that Walt is always there. And he's yeah. always watching. <laughs> so that's all for the Ghosts of Disneyland. I'm sure there are a ton more. And maybe I'll follow up again on the ghosts. I know <laughs> Jeremy's got this puzzled look on his face. <laughs> I know for sure that I want to hit up some of the bizarre things that have happened, like the abandoned parks, the conspiracies about Disney, and don't forget about the episode of Murder Nerds, where I cover the deaths that have happened at Disney parks. So I hope I didn't ruin the magic of Disney too much for you. But let me hear your guys' thoughts. When did Walt die? 1966. December of 1966, I believe. I think that's what you said, 1966. I think it's December 19th. I know he was born in December 2, I believe. God, people are going to come after me because I don't know this. Uh, You know, I don't think anybody actually knows. There are people that do. Well, you know, what do you call them? Disney adults? Yeah. Yeah, we'll just crank them up with Furbies or Furbies or whatever the (laughs) hell. Furbies. (laughs) Kirby's, whatever the hell they call them. Um, It's just a little weird no matter how you look at it. I don't really have much to say. I, you know, it, it it boggles my mind that they don't have something designed for the people who want to be 
had their ashes left there. Mm-hmm. Um, because if it's such a problem, why wouldn't you make a solution instead That's of true. instead of you know Mabel taking her hubby to the Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> and and spreading the ashes in the water, and then you have to shut shit down and and clean it up. It's like, you know, if this is what their last wishes were because they, let's face it, I mean, most people who want to do that have spent an enormous amount of time there. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, oh, I was there once and I really liked it. That's where I want my ashes to be. It's, it's probably because they spent lots of money and lots of time there. Why wouldn't I not come up with a solution in order for those family members to bring those ashes and place them in yeah. I don't know, you know, have a giant glass wall or something, and everybody start spreading ashes in there. Or like a garden. Yeah. Lots of flowers and stuff. Yeah. Something along that lines. You know, it's a little more. Or like the wishing well, Aurora's wishing well. You know what I'm talking about? There's like a, I don't know, it's like a wishing well, and you can throw your coins in there. Why can't you throw grandma in there? Yeah, my grandma. But yeah, I think that mind boggles me most of all why they don't come up with a solution. For something like that, That's because it is the happiest place on earth, and people just want to be there. And then, you know, if you did it in the wishing well, then you could watch the spirits come out of the well every night. Think about that. That'd be wild. That'd be like the ring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not. Well, there has to be happy spirits. You can't just have non-happy spirits. You know what I'm saying? The nine nine hundred ninety nine. Nine hundred and ninety nine. But that's all I got. Jennifer, you got anything about it you want to say? It was pretty interesting. Isn't that pretty cool? Yeah. There's so many like weird, crazy things about Disney. I mean, it's almost 100 years old, right? Or it is 100 years old? I thought it was over 100. I thought they celebrated their 100 a few years ago. I think it was 2020 is when they were supposed to celebrate their 100th oh, year they anniversary. Got that's the why old... everybody freaked out because, you know, shut down. Meep. Meep. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't shut down. Yep. We're good. I shut down mentally and emotionally. <laughs> I had a baby in 2020, <laughs> like a week after everything shut down. Oh, no. so. <laughs> yep. And then I had a grandbaby yep. a, week, a, a month after that. Yep. Four weeks after me is yep. when your granddaughter was born. That's so. insane. Well, nice job. That was pretty good. Hey, thanks. Pretty wild. Pretty excited about that. Yeah. I'm excited for our next episode. I am excited about our next episode. Jennifer, you want to tell us a little synopsis? Just a little teaser of what our next episode is going to be about? I lived some scary shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's a good synopsis. Even just talking about it right now, my eyes are starting to water. Oh, no. I need to get tissues or anything? No, it's just creepy. And watching you, as as Alicia's telling these stories, I'm, I'm trying to get a read on... Because I know you've lived this. I mean, you lived this for, for uh, how long were you in that house? She's thinking about it. Six years. Six oh, wow. years. Mm-hmm. So I I would think for me personally, this, this something like that wouldn't kind of take you aback because you've kind of lived with a lot of that stuff. But we are going to get to that in our next episode. Yep. And we are so excited. So you guys are going to have to tune in. Yes. To not... The next episode of Tucson, but yeah. the next Boozers episode of Not Tuzop. Team Tejas. Yeah. So, we'd like to hear your thoughts, too. 
Have you ever been to Disney and had something weird happen? If so, feel free to message us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, or you can email us at the United States of Paranormal at gmail.com. You can follow any of us on social media platforms, or excuse me, you can follow us on social media platforms. The, my mouth don't work good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, work hard. Um, and while you're at it, check out the other Golden Mojo Entertainment family of podcasts. There's Golden Image Podcast, The Call Guys, Indiana Chiefs fans. Yeah, Indiana Chiefs fans. Soon, and Murder Nerds. You can rate and review all of Golden Mojo Entertainment podcasts on Apple Music and, or excuse me, Apple Podcasts. Where's my brain? And Spotify. This is the best way to support us because the more reviews we get, the more likely that we are to chart and the more sponsors that we can get. So um, we also have an array of pretty sick merch available. Oh my goodness, it's badass. Merch mausoleum, which is linked on all of our social media pages. And before I go. And, you know, you could get a giant tapestry, I suppose, <laughs> of Golden Jay. Yeah, you can get a giant tapestry of <laughs> Actually, I think, I think that was limited time. I think it's actually been pulled. Oh, has it been yep. pulled? <laughs> yep. Whoops. So that might be one or two of a kind. Probably just one. He's brilliant. Yours. He's as big as me. Look, at, We're like the same size. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so before we go, I just want to give a shout out to Team Tejas and Logan for being the real MVP of Tusab because he's been shouting our name from the rooftops and doing so much behind the scenes for us and he doesn't get enough credit so recently I was just kind of a huge bitch to him and he's still cheering me on despite that he so, is still yeah he is I appreciate you Logan and I just want to publicly thank him for all that he's done and continues to do so thank you Logan I appreciate you bud and next week we'll be taking a road trip with Team Tejas so until next time see you on the other side oh yeah to support other Golden Mojo Entertainment Productions, check out Golden Image Podcast, The Call Guys, and Murd Nerds wherever you enjoy listening to podcasts. To see photos and find new episodes of the United States of Paranormal, follow us on our social media, Twitter at T-U-S-O-P-P-O-D, or Instagram at the United States of Paranormal, and Facebook the United States of Paranormal. If you have a place that you'd like us to look into or would like to share your spooky story that we can read on the air, please email us at the United States of Paranormal at gmail.com. <laughs>